when you go into a game with a great coach and a great game plan, you feel like you will prepare for anything that may come your way. With Love and Light Doula Agency, you will also feel like you have a great coach and game plan. Love and Light Doula Agency specializes in postpartum support, fertility support, labor support, and surrogacy consultations. Call 410-657-8767 today or visit the website loveandlightdoula.com to get started. That's 410-657-8767 and loveandlightdoula.com. Schedule your consultation today. One last time, 410-657-8767. L-O-V-E-A-N-D-L-I-G-H-T-B-O-U-L-A.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and their guests. They do not reflect the views or positions of our sponsors. Welcome to the sideline to sideline talk. It's your boy out sitting the place to be. What's good, everybody? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Coach Tate in the building. Free agent. Agency. How y'all doing? What's going, going on, on, bro? Yeah, free agency, but before we get into that, we had some trades that happened over the week. Um, Russell Wilson, no longer a Seattle Seahawk. He went to Denver. Um, he got for him a couple of second round picks. I think it's two ones, two twos, a fifth. Uh, Noah Fant. Uh, what's the quarterback name? Drew Lott. Drew Lott. And LB, I got uh, one enough. Somebody else, too. It was in the corner. The Broncos have agreed to trade quarterback Drew Lott, tight end Noah Fant, defensive lineman Shelby Harris, two first-round picks, and two second-round picks, and a fifth-round selection to the Seahawks for Wilson and 22 – I'm sorry – for Wilson and a 2022 forefront pick. Woo! Let me tell you this. Pete Carroll old as a whore, but he's still fleecing dudes. Because them dudes got over on this trade, bro. First of all, Russell Wilson is a very good, um, very good player. To me, he's an upper echelon quarterback. No doubt about that. But you mean to tell me you gave up two ones, two twos, and you gave up a quarterback you drafted. When they draft Drew Lock, first round? Is it first round? Okay, no, I don't know. First round. I'm pretty oh, well, good in the first round. But they drafted Drew Lock and Noah Fant. Noah Fant was even first or second round, I think, wasn't he? Either way, Noah Fant emerging one of the best at not one of the best, but emerging and potentially could be one of the best at his position. You gave up all that and a defensive lineman for Russell Wilson. Your whole future is gone now for the next three or four years. It's gone. To me, the Denver, Denver Broncos lost on this trade tremendously. Seattle made out. And now they're looking to get rid of Tyler Lockett, too. I don't think they lost tremendously. It's a it's a loss. Don't get me wrong, now. it's a loss. But you gotta look at it from Denver's point of view. 
How many times they didn't strike out since Peyton Manning? How many times they didn't strike out before Peyton Manning? I mean, they even went so far to knowing when Peyton Manning was leaving or when he did retire, they was going to go get Kaepernick. The Kaepernick didn't want to take a pay cut. So that tells you they going all out the wall. I was expecting them to go get Jimmy right below. I'm sorry. I missed something. While we're talking about it, this is very important. The Seahawks have agreed to trade Noah Fant to the Eagles for Gardner Minshew. In the fifth round pick. Wow. <laughs> wow. I surely fucking hope this is legit. <laughs> but Gardner Minshew in a fifth round pick? I sure hope this is legit. <laughs> wow. It ain't pop up on mines yet. It definitely ain't pop up on mines yet. And I got go, go ahead, John. Uh, I'm oh shit. I was stuck after that, but <laughs> I'm sure I hope that shit is legit because I definitely when you search no offense, that's like the first Twitter story that pops up. Yeah, but um you gotta look at that division and look and look where they where they where they at. Um you see that uh Raiders are they're a couple players or a coach away from maybe doing something with that pass rush. So you don't wanna be behind them. The Raiders organization with the debacle they had in in that organization. You see what the Chargers are doing and continue to doing right now, especially loading up, getting CJ Jackson. And you you got to go against uh um KC. They still talking about getting receivers and pile on. They 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 don't miss in certain drafts. So they need to stay in the playing field. I mean, you, you wasn't gonna rely on Drew Locke for the rest of your life, throwing overthrowing uh Judy and the rest of them. I mean, they, how many games had they been in for the past two or three years where they could have won or they lost by a certain amount of points, 10 or less? They think uh, Russell Wilson can sit up a lot of that for the next three or four years. They wanted Russell Wilson. They wanted their quarterback. They didn't care what they had to give up to get him. They, they believe if they can get Russell Wilson, other free agencies will, will follow and they won't have to worry about draft-wise. So you said it was almost out of desperation, maybe. Got to be. Look at the division. Mm. Look at the division. I mean, if you get, say the Raiders get a number one receiver and probably another slot receiver to, to help uh, Darren Waller with that running game and they build that offensive line. Come on now. You run that team, play action, it's tough to beat that team, especially with Crosby doing what he's doing, emerging as a top uh, DN. If they can find mm-hmm. a way to draft properly, in the secondary, that team is going to be sneaky. And the Chargers, I still believe they're a coach away. <laughs> but um, adding, adding Mac with Bosa is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. If you think Burrow was scared in the Super Bowl and the playoffs, play that team going against it. You know, I'm, I'm not a huge Mac fan like everybody else is, but that's fucking ridiculous with Bosa and Mac on the other side. And then Darren, Darren, come on now, Darren James. Mm. And you add JC Jackson to that. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that is pretty scary when you think about it. Um, Linebacker core. And then Kansas City, I mean, he was just talking about getting, I forgot where receiver they was talking about trying to pursue. But when they, they always going to go down the field and win. They got their line, they showed up. They just need to tweak some things defensively, probably bring back Matthew. 
Denver was not going to be out in the mix for too long. That's too proud of an organization, and they need to find a way to get back to the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, so not I don't know how much cap space Denver has, but um, you know, at, at this point now they have to find a a backup quarterback as well because you know. Um, but we'll discuss this in a minute. But Teddy Bridgewater left, um, so now they don't they don't have a backup quarterback. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I think the thing that, that strikes me the most about this is neither team did anything to improve their offensive line. Ooh. Like, and to me, everything flows through up front. It's up front on both sides of football. And what made Denver struggle a lot last year was their offensive line. Um, so that's what they got Teddy Bridgewater destroyed. They made our defense look great rushing the passes. So, and, and not to cut you off, like I, I, I couldn't understand them re-signing Bowles. Like he may have been a, a good story when we was at the draft in Philly, but that motherfucker ain't mm-hmm. living no height, nothing. He nah. getting more um, offsides and holding penalties than he do actually getting good pancake blocks. So, like I agree with you, wholeheartedly, um, especially in Seattle, like. Russell Wilson was crying about having an offensive line, and you're going to get uh, Dollar General tackles, and that was going to do it. <laughs> Come on now, right? Yeah, so I mean, and it really it comes down to still protecting Russell Westbrook. So I mean, that's just what it comes down to. And if you can't protect them, nobody protecting Russell Westbrook. Let's right. Stop that right now, right. Russell Wilson. You mean? Ain't nobody. Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, my bad. Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, is if you don't protect him, I mean, you're pretty much going to be in the same boat. So, I mean, in my opinion, Seattle won this trade, and they are in complete rebuild mode, obviously. Um, see, I see all of your points. You have a very good point, but I don't see them as getting fleeced. With this, these two number one picks, these two number two picks, they hope to get a Russell Wilson and a Bobby Webb, which they already had. Denver had a very good team and just needed to get a quarterback. You have Albert O, so losing Noah Fant. Okay, cool. Probably going to happen anyway. Somebody got paid. Um, you got Judy. You got Sutton. You got... Um, like I said, Albert O, I don't like that offensive line too tough. Like John was saying, Garrett Bowles, to me, is overrated. Um, but you can draft that with, you know, picks that you get back. And it's not like they're going to be picking top 10. Seattle probably will be picking top 10. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that Seattle traded their number one pick for box safety in Jamal Adams. Mm. <laughs> so franchise was so, a franchise that was going absolutely nowhere. They did Russell Wilson the solid the same way Detroit did Matthew Stafford a solid. Now we all know that Kansas City is the king of the AFC West and they have been for the last two, three years and probably will continue to do so. But I put them right there with the Chargers because everybody's trying to crown the Chargers right now. And when have the Chargers ever done anything with a talented team 
They've always been talented. They had Drew Brees and LT and Quentin Jammer. And, um, sorry, rest in peace to the wide receiver that was there in, in Tampa Bay. I can't think of his name right now. Vincent Jackson. Vincent Jackson. Antonio Gates. Um, Lorenzo Neal. They had these guys and couldn't win. You got a head coach that's pretty much playing Madden in, in real life with all these fourth Fuck it, we're just going to go for it on fourth down. We're just going to go for it on fourth down and just rolling the dice with no rhyme or reason to do so. So let's go ahead and let chant, um, the Chargers crown themselves first before we sit there and champion them as the number two team. Right. I, I, I want to clarify. I'm not saying that Denver doesn't have a shot now, but I'm just saying, like, when you look at what who got what and who in the deal, to me, it looked like Seattle clearly won this deal. Now... Denver is definitely set up to win. They got Javante Williams, the young back, feature back, better mm-hmm. future. Like you said, they got Sutton. They got um, uh, Judy. They got Sean Hamilton. They got Tim um, Patrick. Hamilton is yeah, free agent. Oh, is Hamilton a free agent already? Yeah, they got Tim Patrick. Patrick went crazy. Yeah, Patrick. Tim Patrick. That's the they, his name. You got they the young corner last year, Patrick Sertain Jr. Mm-hmm. You got the the young safety. I forgot his name. Lysenio. Justin um, Simmons. Don't they got Kyle Simmons. Fuller as well? Say it again. They got Kyle as well, right? Kyle Fuller's a free agent as well as Bryce Callahan. So they okay. got to decide if they want to bring them back. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, they things in shape for the future. But in my opinion, Denver lost that, lost that trade. If you look at piece for piece, in my opinion, mm-hmm. they lost. Like I said, with Russell Wilson, I don't have them picking any different like Seattle, getting these number ones. This is probably where they're going to be picking with Russell Wilson, if Russell Wilson was healthy throughout the year, with these number ones that they just traded away to the Jets for a box safety. So they pretty much didn't gain anything there. You just lost two all-time franchise players. And Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. And looking to lose another one, well, not necessarily all-time franchise player, but... That's the franchise piece in Tyler Lockett. Didn't recently, in recent years, um, they lost their number one picks because of the Jamal Adams trade, right? Right. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yep. Yeah, that's what so I'm now, saying. So now. they don't have a number one besides the one that Denver's going to give them this year. Yeah, but that's a high a high pick. And then next year is. But next year is probably going to be where they would be picking anyway if they didn't lose their pick. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I, because, I think, think they're going to be the number. I think they were going to be the number four team in the NFC West with or without Russell. So well, I'm confused. I'm, I'm confused there. Never mind. Never mind. I, I, had like, to I think they would still with, be a terrible team. Right, right. I, I had to mix up. Thinking, I'm thinking about. Um, I, I was thinking about how basketball works. Oh. As far as. Like not obtaining the pick right away, like it's based on seeds. That's uh, I had a moment just now. <laughs> Don't pay me no mind. Uh, but I, I, I do think they um, Seattle won the trade. To be totally honest, uh, this is it's funny how the tables have switched between me and Al. Because Al, for the longest time, called Russ a game manager and this and that. And I, and I was championing Russ. Like, man, I don't see that. Like, hey, Russ is way better than that. Russ is better than this, better than that. 
And then the last few years, it's been looking like, damn, Al was right. And Al was starting to look like me. <laughs> Saying Russ is all world, this and that. But when you, when it comes down to it, being a game manager ain't a bad thing. Like, it's never just yeah, a game manager. Troy Aikman won, what, three Super Bowls being a game manager? Yeah, but you won't say Troy <laughs> Aikman's one of the greatest quarterbacks of his time. You'll say he was the game manager of his time. He was what still one of the best quarterbacks of his time. I don't think he's top three behind Steve Young. And some people will put Brett Favre. All right. But anyway, I, I, I just, it's interesting that Russ – couldn't win. I don't know if they, they couldn't build around Russ. Whatever it was, at times it looked like the offense was stalling and Russ was at was at the helm. Could it be it, it could it be you know play calling was bad, but somebody that good you would think take place into his own hands and make stuff happen. Offensive line. That Seattle offensive line was terrible. And uh, excuse me for saying yeah. words. Is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Still terrible. I mean, he 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 upgraded to a, to an extent. He upgraded with this offensive line. But John been saying that for years. Left tackle, left tackle is the issue, though. John been it's saying be the issue in Denver too. I agree. Yeah. I do like the, the young rookie that they had this past year, the guard. I forgot his name, but I like the rest of the line. The rest of the line is solid. Twin minors is what you talking about, T? Minus, right? Yeah. I think this is a good – well, damn, they lost their first-round pick. But I about to say, this is a good draft. I mean, it's still a, a good deep draft for offensive linemen. Yeah. In my my opinion. I just don't think – I just don't think whatever they draft one, they're not expecting that lineman to push bowls for the starting spot. No. I don't – And then that's the issue. I get it. I don't get it. I swear I don't. Like, yeah. like in the words I heard, y'all got to teach me. <laughs> hey, look, man. This is what it is with that one. We all trying to be taught that lesson. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't understand the, the, the issue with the um the charges. You said you said that the charges never done nothing with a with a uh, a loaded roster. Yeah. How is that relevant to a whole new regime? Because this whole no, what I was saying as far as the whole new regime is, yeah, they're talented. They've been talented over the last few years. It was talented last year. Justin Herbert was talented last year. Yeah, everyone is crowning him like he's played in a playoff game before. He's never made it to the playoffs. Brandon Staley has never made it to the playoffs, so yeah. automatically crowning them as the second best team in that division. That team had two options to get to the playoffs last year. You could win or you could tie. And they lost to a team that didn't have a head coach since October. Mm, that's disrespectful to the, to the interim coach. It's a <laughs> that's, fact. That's disrespectful to the interim coach for the Raiders because he had them balling. They lost to a special team's interim head coach that haven't had a head coach since October, had all types of hell breaking loose around them. And they couldn't beat that team or tie with that team. To make it to the playoff, but yet all of a sudden, damn, you just top seventeen in the in the AFC. But why you got disrespect? Why you got disrespect the Raiders coach? That's a win for the Raiders coach. Though. It's not a disrespect to the Raiders coach. It is a, disrespect what? to Brandon Staley. No, you disrespecting the Raiders coach by saying this. And disrespect I to hired Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley. 
You disrespected both coaches. Who you hate or whatever the hell the man name was? What's his you name? Wait, what's his name? Al? <laughs> I just created a name. I'm going to... No, I'm just saying that man. <laughs> that man could have had the Raiders team fold after the whole Judy. I'm not Judy. After Rugs, even after Gruden, the whole team could have folded. Right. But he had the Raiders playing and winning. That's fine. That's, fine. that's a, that's a solid quiet. coach. You preach to the quiet. The Raiders have run got his interim ass out of here. Right. Yeah, they, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm saying Al, Al disrespecting them by saying I'm not disrespecting like, them. Like I'm it wasn't a formidable opponent. Like they hired win. Brandon Staley to turn this franchise around, and you have and a quarterback, he, you have a roster, you have a team, and you could so, beat that team that had all of that going on with an interim head coach that they don't even believe in, and a GM that they don't even believe in because they fired both. But of them. the players believe. The players believe. That's all, all that matters. Don't outstay the fourth for that man job. <laughs> The players, the players ain't got no power in that situation. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> in that situation, players ain't got no power. But that might be to your Raiders, point, that might be your where point, Raiders ain't want to play point, game in forever. <laughs> but to your point, it, we are talking about what was that? Brandon Stanley's this past season was his second year or first year? First year, right? First or second? Yeah, something like that. No, first year. Not before they had, to, they had to. Back. It has to be first year. It was Anthony Lynn before that. Yeah, it was Anthony right? Lynn the year before. Right. So this was his first year. Mm-hmm. His first year. And this is Justin Herbert's second year. Second year. Or first year. Second, second year. Second. Sounds like he made a bunch of rookie mistakes. Mm-hmm. However, that team is trending in the right direction. It is. Like, it you can't. It's always been trending in the right direction. No, it hasn't. If it, if it was always trendy, they wouldn't have Joey Bosa. They wouldn't have Rashawn Slater. They wouldn't have Derwin James. It was always trending in the right direction. They those are talent, top they've 10 always picks. been trending in the right direction. As far as talent, they've always been trending in the right direction. Come on. Like man. I said, they had teams. Well, We're not say Look at the stars, the all the all pros, the pros. The Hall of Famers that they've had at that franchise for the last twenty years, and they probably got what three playoff wins. You listen, you're looking at. I'm not. I could care less about history because history ain't got nothing to do with a brand new GM and coach and organization. Like it's a new organization. I could care less about the LT days and the Philip River days. I'm talking about within the last this past season. You got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. Justin Herbert, that offensive line, uh, defense already had Derwin James, who hopefully he can stay healthy. Joey mm-hmm. Bosa, and they bang on mm-hmm. health. You mm-hmm. added, you added Khalil Mack and J.C. Mm-hmm. Jackson mm-hmm. to what already pretty loaded defense. Well, they trended in the that right was direction. after that trade, but okay, I got you right. They went, they, they trended in the right direction. Like on paper, right. they should be the second. Nasir Adley, K- yeah. Right, the K nine, they, they right. They've had, on paper, they should be. They should be arguably. They, had they should that be last in the mix year. to be the top team in in the division. They've had that last year, minus Khalil Mack. No, no, no. You missing? You missing? You missing a key point to that? All right, minus Khalil Mack and J C Jackson, that makes a ton of difference. A super ton of difference. That makes that makes your back end that much better. Right, I'm not saying that they are. Asante Samuels Jr. was a was a rookie last year. He gonna get better. Right. He'd be even better. Same thing with Patrick Sertan. Right. 
I'm not saying get, like hey, I'm it saying look e- can't automatically, I'm not saying you can't automatically crown them as the second best team. I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm not saying that they won't. You said that. You said that. I said you can't crown them as the second best team. Why can't you? If you look in the paper, at this point, we're looking at paper. I'm saying you can't. They were better than they were better. Everything you said, they were better than the Broncos last year. Right. So why can't they were second best last year, right? No, they were third best last year. Third best. Okay. They were third best last year. In, in a game where they should have won, according to you. And they got better. They could have tied. Without, without they losing, lose. without, right. <laughs> they got their roster improved without losing anyone. They should be like they should be the second best team in the division. We only say it's a second possible. because of Kansas. Yeah, you got to execute. I just can't crown them automatically because I don't know what the hell Brandon Staley is. All right. You can't crown them automatically. I know what Russell Wilson is. Proof <laughs> is Von Miller wants to go back. I know what Von Miller is. I know what these guys are. We don't know what what Herbert is yet. We don't. We have zero idea. Damn good quarterback. I think he is, but I, I hope so. I hope this is a playoff, you know, future champion quarterback. I, I would love I would love to be right about Justin Herbert. I would love to be. But I gotta I gotta see it before I crown it. That's all I'm saying. I've seen Russell Wilson hold the trophy. I'm confused. You just can't automatically walk that path. T you look confused. I, I feel confused. I ain't confused. I, I get both of y'all points, but I see what Al was saying, though. Historically, they haven't been. And until they do something, we're not going we're not going to crown them. But at the same time, I damn sure ain't putting the Raiders and I damn sure ain't putting Denver ahead of them because Denver off the right. line. Right. We, like, we're not crowning them champ. We said they, they should be the second best. That's right. not even the crown they will want. <laughs> like, right. I'm just saying right. I can't automatically place them at second. I can't. I can't. Yeah. So, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, but, 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 but you can automatically put the Ravens at second in the AFC North. Who did that? I'm asking them. Oh. But 2022, keep it up. And second, I might put us at first. Who knows? But, but I'm. <laughs> I seen Lamar Jackson win that division twice. All right. He just okay. never do it. All right. I see Justin Herbert get them to the playoffs yet. That's a good point. I seen Lamar Jackson take over with Gus, Kenneth Dixon, Seth Roberts, Michael Crabtree, John Brown, Max Williams, Crockett Gilmore, and take that team to the playoffs. I ain't seen Justin Herbert do it yet. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's a valid point. It is a valid. It's a. It is a valid point. It's a very. <laughs> It's a very valid point. It's just it's just funny that he's so passionate about it. And they're so young. That's that's my thing. Like, damn. I can see if this was like year three for Brandon Staley. In his like in his first season, they should have been in the playoffs. At, this to is your point. Three for Cliff Kingsbury. I still don't know what he is. I get all of that. I get that. I get that. What three but, but my for, point, my for point Calabari? Is, I like, had no idea what the hell he is in year three. Forget Cliff. We ain't talking about Cliff. 
the point is, it's like, like you put these got these expectations. I'm like, damn, it's year one for Slim. I can I see it's year three. That's what I'm you, saying. You I don't have expectations. And the funny thing is, you had the same, are. you had the same energy for Zach Taylor. I'm, and then look what Zach Taylor yeah. did. Right. And again, I still don't know what the hell Zach Taylor is. <laughs> Wait, all right. All right, cool. All right, What's cool. the next subject? That's weird. <laughs> Zach Taylor went to the Super Bowl. Now you still don't know what Zach Taylor is. Okay. We kind of covered the Khalil Mack trade a little bit earlier already. Okay. Um, what was the other big trade? Oh, Carson. Yeah. Colts received a third round for this year, next year. Which can be the third round next year can become a second rounder if Carson Wentz plays seventy percent of his snaps, and they also get a they already get a. Let me say that again. They they. 222, third, a third round and a second round for this draft. <laughs> and then next year, they get a third or second if Carson Wentz plays 70% of his snaps. And the command um, get Carson Wentz and this year's second round pick. This year's second round pick? Uh-huh. To me, it's a win for, it's a win for the Colts because the Colts was going to cut him anyway. Um, they are, there was already reports about him not being a leader and not being what the coach wanted out of him and all that kind of stuff. Privilege. So to get a two and a three and a possible two next year, definitely a three at least. When you, when you iron out the, you, you swapping two twos. So you're getting two threes and maybe a three and a two for a guy that you was already going to cut anyway or part ways with. It's not bad at all. So I'm going to go with the Colts. I don't really know what the commanders are trying to do here. Like maybe they see something that Wentz that nobody else sees or, or whatever. Carson Wentz is still a solid quarterback, but if I was going to give up draft capital, probably wouldn't have been for Carson Wentz. Especially with um, what's, what's the, uh, Deshaun Watson Freshly available now. So that was that was pre Deshaun. Yeah, yeah, that was pre right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, but it had to be some. If you didn't inquire about Deshaun Watson or his case, then I don't know what's wrong with you as a GM. If I'm, but they want first court, rounds. That was on my first round picks for, for Deshaun Watson. If he was, he was really the three first rounds for uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Give yeah. up three rough first rounds for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Well, well, maybe, well, maybe they want to privy to to the Deshaun Watson information. That could be that's the case point. too. That's that's the problem, man. Well, maybe they rushed it. I, I would agree if they rushed it. Yeah, and say, I just ain't gonna wait. Or we don't know they're going to arbitration. We ain't even gonna go ahead and touch that. Yeah, I mean, what if you see that? We don't know. You stupid. I'm like, hey, Payne or Allen, which one y'all want to go? Oh, one of y'all niggas. All right, you go. Somebody else go. Send Landon Collins before we cut his ass. Go. All of it. We talked about that last week. The dude that got stolen on, he got to go. Yeah. (laughs) But with Wentz, right, he's only under contract for this year. Is he? They'll be back, right? Nah. I'm not sure. He got a – they looked at his contract. It was like for the next three years. It was in the 20s per year. Yeah, but, I mean – Six million dollar roster bonus. But like you said – They can still get out. They can still get out of that. So – 
they didn't get out because they traded for him. So the, yeah, the bonus, the, the bonus stuff is already gone. He already getting that from Indy. Yeah. So only thing they want to hook for is his um his salary. I mean, looking at the options that were available. Oh no, they have a potential out in twenty twenty three. I don't know who has to out, but it's a potential. Right. Okay. So I'm like, it's like a, a if if the commanders has it, that's a, a a rental for a year. When you look at the 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 options that were available, maybe they value him higher than Garoppolo. Probably. Um, I want to say, of course, to me, they're the same quarterback. Or no, I said I would. I didn't say of course. No. Um. Then we had that on a post recently. Yeah, I po- I posted that like a couple weeks back. A lot of people thought I was crazy for even asking, but you ain't crazy. I'll take Jimmy Garoppolo over uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, it's what it is. I'm in, right. in the minority. I've been I don't want neither one of them. Carson Wentz. Right. I'm <laughs> if you had to choose, if you had to choose, I'm choosing Jimmy. I done seen Carson Wentz with a plethora of talent do dumb shit and cost games. I, I agree with Jimmy that. Jimmy G will plethora of talent. In the Super Bowl, do dumb shit and cause again. You do one mistake that all right, you be like, well, another thing is the offensive line. Offensive line got a block Aaron Donald at times, or you can't yeah. Jones for having out of body, um, out of bottle. Damn, I can't even say it. Out of body experience by getting the um a tip pass that helped them win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean he missed Emmanuel right. Sanders. That that pass for Emmanuel Sanders still haunting. It was an overthrow. It ain't like Carson Wentz ain't make the dumbass decision to throw a left-handed interception in the goddamn wrist. And it's it over. <laughs> Carson Wentz and did some dumb shit in Philly and the coast, and he gonna do some dumb shit in DC. So it's the consistent. The people the gotta let crashing. people gotta let that that almost MVP year go. Like motherfucker is just extra regular. Like that's yeah. Again, I'm not a Carson. I'm not on the Carson Wentz bandwagon as I've been in years past. I've I've let that go. But I definitely seen this man throw for what four thousand yards without a five hundred yard receiver. So he definitely got talent, and he, he balled out last year until he did. Me, don't even make sense. He didn't have a four thousand four a five hundred yard receiver the year he threw for four thousand yards in Philly. Zach Ertz ain't go over a thousand. Receiver. <laughs> He's a receiver. Not not a receiver, not a tight end, a receiver. I don't give a damn what <laughs> he had the worst wide receiver production, even worse than the Ravens. And still went over 4,000. That's bad. All that shit, all that shit sounds but, good, but that sounds and, good, but, but you realize but, the division that he was in makes right. it curse. Yeah, he's right back worse. in that same division. <laughs> it, to the commanders, to the commander's point, it's like you want Jameis off of ACL when you got command big money. Would you take Wentz for a rental? Would you want Garoppolo? Obviously, it wasn't committed to none of the kids in the draft this year. Right. You know what I'm saying? They wanted some type of upgrade because they feel with looking at the division that they're in, they feel like they're right there. If they get if they get just some type of serviceable player quarterback and that defense healthy, they could win the division. Right. So I'm like, it's Damn, I bet I bet they was kicking themselves more than anybody when they seen the Deshaun Watson news though. Yeah. Like, bro, if we just waited to the weekend. I would have said he failed the physical. I mean, I did. 
<laughs> You're right, Al. He definitely would have failed that. It's Carson Wentz. Everybody gonna believe that. But like, I look at him and Jimmy, both of them are always hurt. I just think Carson Wentz can do. Jimmy is definitely the the definition of average. He'll get you a touchdown in like 200 yards, or he'll or he'll get you a touchdown and a pick in 300. Jeez. That just sound like that just sound like tough sledding. Like both <laughs> describing both of these guys really just makes my head hurt. Like who, who the hell wants these guys? But like, like I said, Carson Wentz is good until he's not. Like he had four interceptions all the way through until like the last two weeks of the season. He threw four interceptions in the last two weeks. It's like I damn. If I'm not mistaken, but Garoppolo's <laughs> still available, right? Yeah. Well, he's on the team. He's yeah, he's on, on the, the team. on the 49ers. You got trade. He had he had surgery recently, so um, I guess that's holding off any type of deals or or whatever. San Fran is in a rush to see him to make a decision. I'm just saying is this: both of them as average quarterbacks. I didn't watch one who has an MVP, offensive MVP, running back, and do shit with it, and I didn't watch another person who got dragged with a whole running arsenal and see what he do with it. He's consistently close to the playoffs more than. Carson Wentz. He nigga lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars with nobody on that team. Fred, Fred says uh, Rivera's looking to get fired. This is the second quarterback he traded picks for who was about to get cut. If this blows up, Ron Rivera is gone. Bro, Riverboat Ron. One thing you know about Riverboat Ron is this nigga's going to gamble. Mm. Uh, going to say something, but I think that's inappropriate. So. Yo, I I'm sitting over I here. I thought it, but we're trying to get sponsors. I ain't saying, yeah, yeah, we try. <laughs> Think of the sponsors. <laughs> Think of the sponsors. Yeah. I was like, he needs to stop gambling, but you know, never mind. Shout out, shout out to me and John for for being being uh that <laughs> able to <laughs> that could have went real left real quick. Yeah. Hmm. Did y'all discuss uh Trubisky yet? No, we're about to get the free agents out of the trade, so you can go ahead. Why you laugh? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, petty man. Oh. Hey man. Listen. Plus two on he probably beat us. Hey. To be fair, Mr. Bisky is one and zero against the Ravens. It, it would it would not shock me if we in a dog fight still with the Steelers. That should be expected though. Right, it should be that's the hard part. See, that's that's the expectation that keeps people employed. I'm not even going to say people's names, but that's the expectations that keep people employed. No, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be in a dog fight with a Steeler team that didn't don't have Ben Roethlisberger. I don't care. They didn't have Ben Roethlisberger last year. Not like this past year, but the year before that when we played them. But we went a dog fight with them. We should not be in a dog, in a dog fight. fight with Mason Rudolph. Like, come on. That's my point. <laughs> come on. Who You were supposed to blow that team out. But no. We in a 17-14 dog fight because they won't take chances. Okay, well, you, look, don't, don't start me on that. No, you ain't. Uh, <laughs> when you playing against your rivals, you always blow them out. Some in some instances you do. I'm saying not you, you personally. Not I'm, not you on the not you on Raven. <laughs> Parkville blew them out. Niggas mad when we played them. Rivals blew them niggas out. They got upset. Who else? Franklin blew them niggas out. They was mad 
at the homecoming the next day. Rivals. Blow them out. You adjust and you blow teams out, especially when they don't have the talent that they once had. That's just what it is. Makes sense. But with the, the whole Trubisky thing, I didn't laugh. Like, y'all just chuckled when I said Trubisky's name, y'all petty. But I chuckled when NFL Network was showing highlights and they was talking about how Tomlin said he wanted a mobile quarterback. And they said, yeah, look at some of these highlights. This is this is the type of guy they, they were looking for in Pittsburgh. All he did was ran a couple bootlegs and dumped it off to the running back. <laughs> I'm like, yo, that he's <laughs> he, he scrambled from the backfield to get three-yard game. They say, yeah, this is the type of <laughs> mobile threat they need. Like, man, NFL Network, petty. Mitchell Trubisky is a mobile quarterback. Better than Mason Rudolph. But so is King. Like, this ain't what does this say? This is a guy. What does, it, what does that say about the quarterback class? In your opinion, hmm. I think it confirms what my eyes are telling me. It also makes you think, like, uh, is there inside information going on? Like, who's moving up or who's going to get who for Washington? Even like panic like that, for for example, or to see where the top two quarterbacks may go, or the Steelers to make a move like that, and they're not going to move up to get. Willis or Pickett or anybody else, they're like, fuck it, we just going to get this guy because we're too far back and we moved up too far to get Bush. And he's right now not living up to the hype the way he did in the first round, especially after that ACL injury. So you kind of see, like, kind of think, like, everybody knows what's going to happen in the first 15 to 16 picks of the draft. And you be like, ah, let's get these quarterbacks now out the way because that person ain't going to be there and that person definitely ain't going to be there, especially after the combine. I'm going to go out with my very first bold prediction of draft season. There will not be a team to trade up for a quarterback in the first round. In the first round? Mm-hmm. There will not be a team to trade up for a quarterback for the first time in forever. I think to, to, to answer Herb's question, I'm not really sure yet. I've only really scouted two quarterbacks, and that was really by accident. I always kind of <laughs> save quarterbacks for last. Um, but with the whole free agency and trades of quarterbacks um, is telling me right now is it has to tell you that they're not happy with with what's available, draft or free agency. Um I think that sucks for guys like Jameis Winston, who was having a pretty good year in um, in uh, New Orleans until he got hurt. Still, the, the door's still open for him to go back there, but um, it does tell you that they, they're not really happy with what's going on around the league and what's available. I got a shot, but it's stop it. New Orleans Saints is the best spot for Deshaun Watson to go. Depends on how many Asians is there, but um, uh, I like 
I want to stop it for their salary cap reasons. Like it might be the good decision right now, but depending on that salary cap, they stole a crazy amount or deadly close to that salary cap. I think they only. Houston. I think recently I seen something where they were like less than ten million. Was it less than five million away from being at the cap? Okay. That's crazy because I thought we saw something before that said they were like forty something million by. Yeah, they made moves. They they, yeah, they made a moves. lot of restructures. Right. Oh, okay. Marcus Lattimore. Okay, well, to answer your question, I was talking to somebody earlier about this, and um they were saying like I was saying the same thing Al said, like they if they in cap hell, how they gonna make this move? And they were saying something like move on from Michael Thomas and excuse me, um, and possibly include him on the deal to go to Houston which I don't know if Michael Thomas has a trade clause in his contract or not, but I damn sure wouldn't be happy going to Houston. Um, that's somebody who's yet to make it. Who's Houston's quarterback? That's somebody who's yet to make a – Davis Webb. The rookie. Ira Taylor. Yeah. Um, Davis, yeah, Mills. Davis okay. Mills, yeah. Sorry. All right. So, nobody know him. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, no, they haven't made a decision yet, so – on a quarterback, so uh, maybe they're going to address it in the draft or whatever. But that was—I don't seem like a good landing spot for a guy like Michael Thomas, based on what he was saying. I don't—I think Deshaun's best bet is probably to go somewhere like Carolina, and then maybe Carolina can try to get something for Sam Donald. But the fact that Carolina is even in talks about quarterbacks and stuff like that lets you know about. Day I'm one. This is day one. First of all, what college you go to? USC. I rest my case. I rest my case. Hello. I told y'all when we were scouting them, you never draft the USC quarterback ever. I didn't say all that. I didn't say all that. I, just, I said it. I just said most of them go to me picks. Most of them com- I'm commentating right now. <laughs> A lot of truth in the joke. <laughs> I think it is the best landing spot. Just looking at the stability of the team, you got um, – you don't have to worry about head coach. Matt Rule is on a hot seat damn near every year, it seemed like. Every year he's been there, he's been on a hot seat. Dennis Allen has been with the organization, what, 10-plus years? Three years? I thought it was like three. All right, well, three, whatever it is, he got that defense plan. The defense is solid. Um, Pete Carmichael was the OC. He been there for a little bit. Peyton took a break. Peyton didn't officially retire. He took a break. Who knows if Peyton, if they land, Deshaun, Peyton, makes, you know what? My break is over. I'm ready to come back out and coach. Um, you factor Six. in the offensive line is one of the best. You got Alvin. I would, I would demand they keep um, Michael Thomas. You got Mike Thomas, um, Humphrey, Callaway, Deontay Harris, Alvin, and Mark Ingram. Adam Troutman at tight end. And it's in the South. I mean, where he's where he's comfortable at. I mean, it's a. Plus, 
He played the dome for him. Until the until the backup quarterback. To yeah, I mean, tight and, right. Restructure his contract. Right, and, and you think about how the, the offensive coordinator is a pretty creative guy. He can put him in situations where you know take advantage of Deshaun's skill set. Whereas with Carolina, to me, it's too many questions. Is Carolina? I personally hope Jason Hill is still quarterbacking when we go down there for the game because I'm definitely going to be in the business. You play the Saints? You play the Saints? Yeah. yeah. In New Orleans. And if she's out. Yeah, I forgot. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We're off New Orleans and Tampa Bay. So that's the road game. Yes. Yeah. That might be the one for me. I want to go to the Mercedes Benz Stadium. All right. I'm just going down there for the food. Mercedes Benz Stadium for the food. New Orleans, yeah. No, I was thinking Atlanta. Uh, I know, we, <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. That's where I, I wanted to go for the food. Yeah, I wish so it who, was a road game. What's the New Orleans Stadium there? I thought they was the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. One is the Mercedes Benz Stadium, and one's the Mercedes Benz Arena. They both got Mercedes Benz. I thought so they changed the Super Dome up, right? Huh? They changed it. Didn't they blow the Super oh. Dome up? Nah, they changed nah. it. They still play the Superdome? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's right. still flooded. <laughs> oh, we ain't getting up. <laughs> it, it, it took a while, but we got there. So, Cincinnati has lost some of their firepower. CJ Uzoma intends to sign a three-year deal, $24 million, with the Jets. Hmm. Okay. That's what it was. It's Caesars. They it's named Caesar it. Superdome now. Okay. Yeah. Mm. That, don't, that that sign it don't move me any anyway because they still got Wilson. So Ain't you giving up on Zach Wilson already? Bro, I ain't, I ain't like Zach Wilson coming out. So <laughs> But I, that's good for CJ. What's that? About eight million, right? Eight million per. Uh, I mean, well, that that just shows that's cheap. That shows the the cheap <laughs> the, the cheapskate that the Cincinnati is. That's that a, is to me, cheap. in my opinion, that's a premier tight end. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you walk for eight mil, like ugh, that that's it. That's a good point. And and let Uncle that- Joby go. What would Joby sign with the Bears? They putting all that money into that offensive line. They don't give a fuck what it is. Right. I ain't mad at it. So they signed who they signed? Uh Alice Kappa and uh Ted Karras. Karras. Okay. What's that? What's that? Uh, Buccaneers and Buccaneers guard. Was Cap was Karras at the, at the Patriots? I don't remember. I'm not sure. Let me see. I mean, they can get a tight end. I mean, that Uzama number. He's at the Patriots. It really, that eight million is kind of exciting when you think about it. If you're in the market for a tight end, because if Uzama can command only eight million, and you, oh, if you're not as you know as established as him as far as numbers wise, can't really. I mean, you, what are you in that four or five range at that point? 
Right. Like a four year, three year, 15 mil range. I mean, what does OJ Howard? OJ Howard can't really command eight million. You, to me, OJ can't even command five because he ain't right. ain't been on the field. Right. Right. When he's healthy, he was the number three tight end. Right. Behind a Hall of Famer and Cameron Brake. You can't beat out an old white Brake boy. That said a lot of stuff. I mean, I get why you can't beat Gronk out. <laughs> I get that, right. but right. Yeah, chemistry. I get alone, that one. You know, but yeah. Brake. Hey. <laughs> Man, you can't be Bray out. Yeah. Might I mean, Bray, Bray did earn there. his money when OJ was hurt, but like, come on. Right. So, so what, what does that say about Hayden Hurst? Hayden Hurst couldn't even really see the field last year. Right. I mean, I don't know. So, I mean, those guys shouldn't be, they can't possibly ask more than five, than five mil. They can't. He's a. He's a product of uh, favoritism. Like, nigga be having chemistry with somebody else, and they'd be like, he just be left behind. Who's who's that? Hayden Hurst. Right. Hmm. So, so what's the what, – what was the surprise free agent move from y'all this so far? Like, whether it was a cut or whether it was a, a signing so far. What, what was the one that – Made y'all think like, oh, I didn't, I didn't expect that. I don't think there's been one yet. What's that? He's a Darius, but I that was kind of expected, especially with fifty million going to Aaron. They, they were talking about cutting him before Aaron, but for Aaron's deal, so that shit's still crazy. Like, I mean, you get twenty six sacks and, bruh. Two years and that still ain't good enough. They, and and he missed time. He missed the whole year. He played right. one game this year. Right. And a year before, that? like, how you cut a man? See, he missed one game. In the two years before that, he played what? All get every game, and he gave you what twelve and thirteen in back to back years. Well, thirteen and thirteen. Like, come on. Hmm. That's insane. To make y'all feel better, the Ravens buzzing. The Ravens are buzzing um, for, for with the Zadari Smith, so he's a possible possibility of reunion. <laughs> that's the only buzz, but that's it's possible for reunion. I, I think the um, the the lack of movement by edge rushers so far. Is surprising. So I would say the move that didn't happen yet, um, with you know a guy like Von Miller and, and stuff like that. Nobody's looking for Ezra. You got to be looking for Ezra in today's game. So to not have one primed up, ready to go, is is kind of mind boggling to me. I would at first I was going to say the Christian Kirk uh, payday was the most surprising, but. I'll say the fact that there aren't any, there isn't any buzz on the top five free agents right now is the most surprising. Mm-hmm. I would think, I would think I would hear something from like, all right, Teron Armstead is going back, or Honey Badger is, and such and such. Mm-hmm. Well, Vaughn Miller is talking with, you know what I'm saying? To me, that's the most surprising. Especially with how 
Um, things has been over the well last week with all the trades and all the movement. I was gearing up for like a whole bunch of craziness, but for the top five guys, not to even have any type of mention or rumor mills going, that's surprising. And in addition to $25 million to everybody's cap, too. So it's like. Yeah. You see, Jaguars ain't, ain't wasting no time spending. Nope. But they so what does that mean for, for DJ Char? With Christian Kirk getting that much money? Bruh, they gave up. To me, that means they gave up on Char. Yeah. Sheesh. I mean, he, he got hurt last year on a fluke injury by his own teammate, right? So about that, yeah. It's tough. That's tough though, bro. How you give how you give Christian Kirk $21 million a year is beyond me. I just don't I, I don't I don't get it. I guess maybe desperation. I get what he can do. I, I even feel like he was underutilized in Arizona. But I see 21 mil, though. Not 21 mil. Sheesh. Like, <laughs> soon as Devontae right. heard the rumor mill, like, oh, you'll get 21 mil? I ain't signing a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't signing nothing. Like, like, who's agent? Come on, who bro. is his agent? Like, bro, I said, don't that boost up his franchise tag for more while get paid? Not this, <laughs> Not this year. This year. Oh, okay. Eric Wayne says we don't need a, don't need a wide receiver. You're absolutely right. The Ravens don't need a receiver at all in free agency or draft. Hell no. We don't need one. Uh, we don't need one. Mm-hmm. Eric, let me just say this. But we ain't get one. Hell no. <laughs> but. If Kirk signed for 21 mil, you ain't getting one in free agency. Don't need Where Amari Cooper going for a fourth round pick. That, that was pretty it. that I was mean, pretty eye opening too. Just, just, just not on the door. We got we got his wide receiver coach. Just, just not on the door. Just Devontae, you there? Just, just not. Just ain't gonna hurt to not. Ain't gonna hurt Dick Beat. Niggas ain't answered the door when we was knocking last year. What you think this year or next year going to be? <laughs> right. You got your wide receiver coach. You, you saw you, you know. This, this I don't hurt the ass. <laughs> Eric, Eric gave me a statement that I agree with. And then the other one, he said, we need to develop what we have. Correct. We got guys, we got dogs on this roster yeah. that can be shown up playmakers. So I don't want to see them draft. This is the thing. A rod receiver. I, this is the I thing. I agree with that point. I agree with you. Right? I agree with it. But the people who make the decisions obviously don't. Anytime you're going to activate a goddamn fullback and not activate your seven catch, 77 yard wide receiver, come on now. You don't believe in your team. You don't believe in your wide receivers. Mm-hmm. No reason for Pro Se to have seven catches, 72 yards, and for the last two games, help you track. You don't believe in it. So let's, let's stop saying that we have weapons, we have these guys, we got dogs. If your coach ain't going to believe it. Fuck that coach. I know what I see. <laughs> we have weapons. <laughs> oh, we've been, been like, 
you know, we've been saying what you just said, her. We've been saying, but we, but we haters, Al. We say that we haters. I can't sit here. I can't sit here and keep saying no, yo. Use use what you have. Use these guys. If you're not going, obviously you're not. So let's just stop saying that. Listen, it's it's not about um, developing. We got weapons that came out of college that can get on the field and, and make plays. There's, there's no reason why DuVernay, Jose, whoever can't can't get a, a dialed-up call to start moving the chains. Even give it a warm-up play, like, all right, that's an easy win right here, and start getting them rhythm. And Roman is not calling the game consistently with the rhythm. Now, and then sometimes the, the players – they don't have dog moments, like 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 you said. Sometimes the ball goes up in the air. They act like bitches, like they don't want to go up and get it. Or the sick gets snatched off their hands. Andrews is prime of it sometimes. He got the ball snatched out of his hand plenty of times. So it's 50-50 on the organization. Like, we got players, they're not calling the plays sometimes. We got, and and sometimes the players just not stepping the fuck up. I mean, how many All times right. we Keith Brown dropped a, a, a goal line touchdown because it had been swatted out of his hands or – the fourth and whatever, a third and long, and he has a, a, a completion, but somebody knocks out his hands. Like, he's just having dog moments at times. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Eric says I was all about that, catching 15 goddamn passes a game. I mean, a year. <laughs> 15 passes a year. Approach game, can't see the field. Wilds can see the field on the goddamn fake, fake punt on fourth and 19. But we can't. All right, cool, whatever. We we don't believe it, so let's just stop saying it. Just stop saying it. The co- the team don't believe it at all. <laughs> Eric, you were saying some good points, but I don't agree with the trade up to grab Kyle Hamilton. Oh no, not agree no. with that one. Goddamn person, not in this rest. I might trade back into the first. This ain't this ain't the year to trade up. Trade now, go back up to the first. I'm coming right back into the first. It's too many. It's too many guys that's gonna fall in our lap. So, right. at fourteen, I'm drafting somebody, and if somebody there lingering, I'm giving that second round and whatever else it takes to get up and back in that first. And look, I'm getting two premier defenders, mm-hmm. flat out. You start slipping. You don't want me to be the GM. Let me be the GM. Coach is gone. You know what? We can't get into this. So with that note, right, with, with that with that same energy you're speaking on, as a GM, who's the top corner? Who's your top corner in this draft? Me? As we get to our IM series. My top corner didn't really play that much this well, year. Well, should I say, oh, you fat. Watch him off. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, did, he, he, did, he didn't play that much this year. Um. He played in a pro-ready system. Every cornerback that that preceded him has gone on to do good things in the NFL. We not Barn, possibly great team. Great we really thing. let him finish. Is he cheating? Finish. He cheating? Let him finish. He cheating? What? If you let him finish, he what cheating? am I doing? John, John, are we gonna let him finish? Go ahead, yeah. man. John, did we not draft him in 2019 and say he could be the best corner when he come out? But, but see the problem. The, her pro, the problem is this nigga don't draft nobody but LSU players for the players. Is this what this is what we doing? <laughs> I ain't even picking no LSU guy. What? I'm gonna say I'm gonna let him finish. Go ahead. I'm not even picking an LSU guy. I'm let you finish. Why? Because he ain't with the school no more. 
My guy, he look, age for LSU. That's why. My guy is six foot two, 195 pounds, has great start and stop, great ball skills, plays through the hands of the receivers, plays the ball in the air for back shoulder and high point, which is something very rare. You don't see much. Does have a does not have a lot of production this year because again, he had a foot injury. But the system he was in, he's pro ready. And it showed in 2020 or in his game film, you go back and watch him. His name is Josh Joe, quarterback from Alabama. You have to look him up. I know we don't pick the sexy picks pause for, for I Am Series. And I wanted to pick somebody that I want you guys to go look and then be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, surely the truth. Listen, he played listen. under Saban and them. He is listen. legit. I'm telling you right now, you have not seen Josh Joe play. Bruh. You got to go watch Josh Joe. Bruh. Technically, it wasn't who we thought it was, but technically he is he is cheating. Well, how about we all know who Josh Joe is. How about cheating? He I want to know what what height <laughs> system that he's using. Oh, here we go. That's, that's two weeks two. in a row. Nigga, I'm <laughs> six foot then. Damn it, I'm two weeks in a row. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm six Get off of ESPN, man. Six one one ninety. Six five one ninety. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, what you say, John? What? Six one one ninety at best. I said six two one ninety four. Nah, he is five eleven one eighty two. He is not 5'11, bro. He's 5'11. Like I said, nigga, I'm six feet on my ESPN. <laughs> I'm not even on ESPN. Y'all, y'all killing me, bro. Y'all just hating. Y'all just hating because y'all know that y'all corner's not better. Your player is it. He's a he will be a exceptional special teams player. Oh wow. And that's not oh, disrespectful. Wow. I mean. Every time he tackles, he put his shoulder and helmet on the football, which equals to almost a turnover sometimes. But after that, I like him in a slot. I don't really like him in a uh, on the outside because he give up too much yardage. It looks like he's in the Ravens uniform. How he lines up eight yards off the ball, damn near every play. So damn. <laughs> that's that system. That system. Shit. The system or not, he he, he goes. He closes. He closes very well when he plays in off coverage. He is capable of playing press coverage. The thing is, I just don't. I don't understand some of the, today's corners. When I watch them, they press but don't put their hands on the receiver. I don't understand it. That just don't make sense to me. I ain't. I ain't never seen that before. Mm. Like I said, Pat Sertan ain't play eight yards off the ball. Oh, okay. Oh. Al, that's Al, enough, you, hey, you taking this, Al taking this. I'm serious. The heart this year, boy. <laughs> it, it, hey, hey, Taylor, that's a win for you though, because he came from he came from that system, that Alabama I'm system. Saying, I'm just saying, I already know what he can do. He he already he already showed y'all what he can do in 2020. He ain't played last year. He ain't played when last he year. When he hurt this year, the foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was hurt with a foot injury. That's Frank. Oh, Lord, mm. we see what that Liz Frank can do to people, though. We got a nigga on our team right now trying to play a video game because of the Liz Frank. 
<laughs> so what round you see Josh getting uh, drafted? Because of the injury, only because of the injury, I'm going to say mid-third round. And I'm cool with that. He ain't got to be drafted steal. all early. That's a super steal. It's, 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 a, it's definitely a steal. I mean, he ain't got to be drafted all early. I'm saying when they draft y'all, when – and also, y'all know, when I scout, I look, like to scout for my team as well. When he when he goes somewhere in the mid-third round and then he getting a super payday – Four to five years. Don't don't just remember who won this IM series. I already won, and I'm, I went first. I didn't even hear who y'all got yet. So to be totally honest, remember I said I picked the person. I say never mind. I'm gonna pick somebody that's a sleeper. Mm-hmm. My sleeper actually was Josh. So I gotta go <laughs> last now. Nah, you right. I gotta Josh. go last. I gotta go last. <laughs> All right, well, cool. I figure somebody else up. That's cool though. I thought you picked Trent. You didn't pick Trent. No, no, no. Remember I said I had Trent. I'm like, that's too easy. Okay. So I said I must pick a sleeper. And then, yeah, I mean, so now I got I got to dig through the crates and pick somebody else. That's cool, though. On the fly, I appreciate that, T. Okay. So I guess I'll go next. Yeah. So Tay had the right idea. Had the right conference. Even had the right date. But wrong player, wrong school. Roger McCrary. Out of Auburn is a slot corner. He's an outside corner. He is a legit 5'11", like Josh Joe. He's 6'3". He's going up in the FBN. Hey boy, I got missed it at six foot five or something. <laughs> Man corner, he can play in zone. Um, and if you watch the Alabama Auburn tape, he covered their two wide receivers, both of them and the man, very well. Um, he's a corner that's going to do his job, and what I mean by doing his job is. Your receiver, if they go for the ball, his hand is there. He's fighting, knocking it away. If he's on the run, he's going to come up, close, and make the hit. Um, But he has 30 over the last four, three years. Over the last three years, he only has three interceptions, but he has 30 pass breakups, which means he's not sitting there jumping the route. He's just... Man covering the ball come. All right, I'm not gonna watch. So it's not gonna force a lot of turnovers, but he's not gonna get, you know, not catching the ball on him. If you do, it's like I said it's an immediate hit. Not running far on him. Um said I see him playing the outside, I see him playing in the slide, I see him playing man, I see him playing zone. Um he doesn't have straight. Breakaway speed, I don't really go in about a 40 with a four or five, which is about average where you expect the corner to run, basically. A little bit, little bit slower, but where you would expect a corner to run. I don't know what these kids eating nowadays is running four twos and four threes at wide receiver, but you know, four or five is, is serviceable. 
I don't really care about the corners 40. That just lets me know that, all right, you can chase down a nigga after you catch the pass on you. <laughs> you on your hips. How How is your back pedal to transition and turn around? He's good with that. I'll do it. I'll upper butt first. First, let me say this. I'm a Roger McCurry <laughs> fan. I, 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 I think what he did, he tough. He a tough dude. Come up and tackle, like you said. And his willingness to embrace the challenge of going against the opposing top wide receiver is admirable. <laughs> I, what I don't agree, I don't understand is in this I'm series when you're supposed to be selling a, a receiver, I mean, selling a cornerback, why you would tell him to go to the tape that he got cooked on? Because if you look at that Alabama tape, Mechie and them was cooking, yo. If you, th- if you look at it, he was cooking it. And if you don't want to look at that tape, you want to look at that LSU tape, he got cooked by a nigga named Booty. So Booty, Booty or Booty, whatever you want to call it, he was cooking him too. Now, it's admirable. Ooh. It's admirable. That he wants to cover the best guy, and he does. He did do a okay job, but there were times when he was getting cooked. He just don't fight through traffic well in man coverage on crossing routes. On crossing routes, he just get killed. But I do like him. I, I, he is one of the, my top guys. But again, if you want to look at the film, the film don't lie. Turn on that LSU tape, and turn on that Alabama tape. And then you see for yourself. I mean, personally, you ain't got to turn on none of those tapes. You can turn on any other tape other than that. He can't cover a slant with a piece of paper. Like, this shit is horrible. I don't understand why he gives it away like a white girl in college, but I'm just saying, like, he can't cover a slant. I believe he needs to be in um, a slot. He's a physical pl- uh, player. He can help in the run game, but that's the best I can give you. The double overtime, the end of the double overtime game, he gave up the touchdown. First of all, that was that was the best route I've seen in a long time in his defense. And that time, John, he tried to overcover the slant and Homeway got him with the hee hee with the magic showtime <laughs> on the way back out. <laughs> and, and, Caught the touchdown, double overtime, and he lost the game. I, I didn't even want to bring that up until you remember you said covering the slant. Then I remember he over pursued on the slant, then got him with the in and out. But to be, that t- to be fair, to be fair, Alabama corner, Marlon Humphrey got caught with the same move against the Steelers or whatever game that was. Everybody will get caught, get caught with that move. That's tough. That's, Especially when it's see, schemed up that way. That route was a tough mean. move. That, that, route route was mean, route. <laughs> that route was mean. That route was mean. But I think was I that think, Mechie? Yeah, it was Mechie. Yeah, Mechie. I think I think uh, John. I think I think you and Taewon being a little too harsh with this Alabama take. Alabama ain't scored points until the fourth quarter, and mind you, they ain't start going crazy until the overtimes when it was just like touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. And then when you factor in, in two overtime periods. And this guy been playing man coverage all game. They give up no points. Damn, there no catches to Jamison Williams and John Mechie. That ain't a bad game. That's Damn a hell of a no game. Catches. Every time they ran a cross route, they gave up a catch or a slant. No, sir. Okay. No, sir. Not you every time. Go 
<laughs> Al, you want, you want to pull up the tape? No, don't worry. We ain't going to pull up the tape. Don't worry about it. John, you saw, I know you saw that. Cross and Ross Seen the shit? Cross and Ross was a rap. I see a nigga keep running for a receiver. Running for a receiver. I will say, I will say and he he uh he has a little panic meter on crossing routes. Um where his first his first instinct is let me grab you and bring you back a little bit. That's his first instinct. And that could just and I think that's mainly because of of technique. Technique and how can I put it? The the skill set of the, um, what should I say, the route running ability of Mechie, of Jamison Williams. Because they didn't break to the cross round until they made him commit his hips. Because when he committed his hips vertically and they bent the cross route, then he had to try to flip his hips and he was a little, little tangled and go to grab. So, I mean, that's, that's good wide receiver play for, in my eyes. But he does have that, let me go ahead and pull you back type of mentality. And, you know, that's something he, he needs to fix. But he ain't one of these scared corners that's not going, you know, not going to mix it up. I he ain't going to back down from a challenge. I love that at the bottom. Yep. Before, I love it. And, I mean, and, and he tackles. He tackles well. Lord knows. That's a lost art nowadays. He tackles very well. Man, that, that, he could be something. Fix his so technique, I, he could be something. Like I said, Alabama wide receivers, I think, before the ACL injury to homie at the championship game, and next year, Mechie, I think they're both first-round wide receivers, so that's not even a knock, really, to, you know, that they Jameis still might go number one. Bad. Huh? So Mechie not coming out this year? No, no. I think, no, Mechie next year. I said, Jameis still might be uh, number uh, a first-round pick this year. Yeah. But I see he kind of mirrors the receiver's routes. And I see with technique other than those guys with the crossing, he doesn't necessarily panic with, with his technique sometimes. Well, a lot of the times. And that's Alabama's defense. I don't know if he trusted the defense. Alabama's defense was really right. – I see a lot of players on Alabama with potential, but I don't see – like them dogs that Georgia and Alabama got in the defense. Mm. All right, we're going to get the sauce garden in a minute. Stay tuned. We talk about sauce. Yeah, come on. That's easy. That's light work. Sauce and stink is light work. They cheat. John, what's your, what's your guy? He's laughing. He don't even believe it. Shit. My favorite, <laughs> corner is, my favorite corner is sauce, but I'm trying to go y'all route and go with a a sleeper, and if I'm going with a, a sleeper, I, the, the person who I like the better is a – I'm not even going to, like, have a competition. It's a Kyler Gordon from Washington. I think he's a, he's the better he's the better corner out of that whole defense. I mean – What? I don't, I don't get the whole Trent McDuffie hype. If you watch, watching the tape, you see Trent McDuffie – Get thrown at damn near every other play because he give up 10 yards on the cushion. Even when he's pressing, he giving up five yards of cushion. They run to his side damn near every other play because mm. he's tackle and he's soft as shit. And when you look, <laughs> if you look at the game field, they don't throw to uh Kyle Gordon's side. When they run to his side, he's he's diving, he's tackling, he's making plays. So 
my corner to watch out for it is uh Kyler Gordon. I mean, he's uh six feet, two hundred. I just like him. I, I like him better as a corner. That's my super corner right there. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Me. I just like him. Yo, it's funny because people went Trick McDuffie. That was my rebuttal. He's not even the best corner in Washington. Mm. For a pro. I think Kyler Gordon is the best corner for a pro. If Trent McDuffie has to play man coverage and not rely on the zone, he's cooked. He's done. Mm. Okay. I'm actually watching Gordon right now because I, I, I did scout McDuffie, but I did not scout Gordon. So I'm, I'm checking him out right now. But John, you're, you're McDuffie. I like McDuffie. Like the first thing I got down is McDuffie gonna come tackle. Now, what you, film did you watch that? Let me see. Uh, let me see if I wrote that. I ain't write that. What film I watched? I can't even. You, you know, you know, Trent McDuffie remind you of the motherfucker who uh, he's an athlete, but he put all the shit on the, the bangs, the shit, the visor. <laughs> then when it comes to tackle, the nigga hesitate, and he it's a lot of that. It's a lot of. All right. Oh, he tapped. I'm going to jump on him. There's a lot of that shit going on. And I was like, nah. He ain't the one. And then I look at Kyle Gordon. I see him diving with his whole body at somebody. So it's like, oh, like, that's the corner that I want right there. That that Trent McDuffie shit. I don't see how oh, that Wait, happens. wait, wait. Oh, wait. McDuffie is 22. Yeah. Correct. And Gordon is two. Yeah. Correct. Okay. All right. My bad. I scouted two. I didn't scout Okay. <laughs> My, my bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> my bad. I'm sitting here like, wait, I've seen this before. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I scouted two. Two is legit. I thought that was the other dude. My bad. <laughs> so I got to scout McDuffie. All right, Herb. I ain't got no. I like y'all guys, to be honest. Like, every guy y'all pick. I'm a fan of. So I don't have a guy. Josh, Josh, like I said earlier, Josh Joe was my sleeper pick. I just forgot to mention it. So what I'll do, I'll just I'll just say So what corners did we miss? I got a couple. I'll wait for her to see what he got to say couple, then. Yeah, let's see. Let's do that. A couple sleeper guys that, that weren't. I, I'll say this. It's to me this year, it's tough to really find a corner that that I like I would champion completely in this entire draft. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times everybody is Everybody is playing zone coverage more than often. So, like, you got to sit down and really pick through the tape to find a man-on-man capabilities. So, and then not not everybody tackles or have the heart to tackle in this class. So... Job is a guy that I can I can really rock with. 
L's guy I can rock with. John's guy I can rock with. Stingley, I can rock with. Lord knows I can, like, um, as far as some other guys that, that was intriguing, I just need to see more. Um, the kid from Sam Houston State, Zaire, was it Zaire McCullum? Something like that. Need to see a little more of him. I'm watching, I'm gonna try to watch the, uh, I think it's Sam Houston versus Stephen F. Austin game. But he was a kid who, who tore up at the combine. I think he ran like 4-2, had like the, the fastest shuttle time and all of that. Big corner, legit 6-2, not ESPN 6-2. I think ESPN had him at 6-5, to be honest. But he's 6-2. What college is that? Sam Houston State. I think it's Sam Houston State. Z McCullum. I want to uh, pronounce his first name wrong. I looked at Alante Taylor. Alante Taylor was a pump faker to me out of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He a pump faker. He oh he he gonna play tough. He gonna throw his his, his chest around at the receiver. But when it came time to tackle, nah. <laughs> he worried about that action, boss. Who's a corner that y'all hated or was like had to turn the tape off as soon as y'all put it on? I don't think anybody I really hated. It was one that I wasn't super impressed with. It, it, and like a lot of people was talking about, um, what's the kid out there? What's his name? Dorian Kendrick? No, uh, yeah, out of Georgia. Number Thank, you. Thank you. I had, I had yeah. watched tape with him. I seen the game. Yeah. So I, I ain't wasting my time with no Georgia corner, to be honest so, with you. You ain't had to watch the Georgia. You could watch the Clemson one. When I, w- I was oh, not no. impressed with him but at all. You said Kendrick, right? Don't he play it for Georgia? Yeah, yeah. but he transferred. That's what I'm saying. I ain't, I ain't watch him. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what that was. Um, Some guys that I was really, really, really impressed by – Um. I hate to even say this, but Kaya Elam out of Florida. Um, his Trust ability it, like to I see it. And, and make plays in a run game. Um, very good in press coverage. Um, plays plays through the receiver's hands all the way to the ground. Um, good speed and recovery and changes pass uh, very quick. Uh, guys that I felt like I needed to see a little bit more from, I don't even know I don't have that much film on was um, – uh, Trent McDuffie, not Trent McDuffie. Um, what's the dude out of Mississippi State? Uh, Martin. Oh, Emerson. Uh, Martin. Yeah. Emerson. Martin. Yeah. yeah. Um, I need to see a little bit more. Like he was talking about press coverage and stuff like yeah. that. Um. Uh, what else? Who else? Uh, I like Andrew Booth out of Clemson. He came up, made a lot of plays in the run game. I like Booth. Um. Yeah, I think the first huh? Now I say he a football player. Yeah. Niggas already discredit uh Kaye. He said no, his brother's Matt Elam. No, his uncle. No, that's Matt his uncle. Yeah, that's his uncle. <laughs> his uncle Matt Elam said, no, nah, they ain't gonna work. <laughs> turn on hey, who's that? Uh Eric, tell him turn tell him turn on his tape, man. Like turn on his tape. You you see his tape, you're like, oh, all right. Guys, no, and I got caught with Matt Elam with that. He but with with Kaye. He reminds me so much of Diggs at mm. Bama. It's so much you like. Like, yes, yeah, it's nice, but he gonna hold 
He gonna pi. He mm. gonna do everything. He gonna get beat with a double move, but he gonna pick the ball off. Right. I think the person that I was most impressed with, um, not named Josh Joe, was a, the guy out of Virginia Tech. His name Jermaine Waller. Waller. Yeah. Um, did he move him to safety? Huh? Did they move him to safety? Did they? They were. No, I thought they had him at um. That's number two, right? He came off an injury. He was playing outside and he was playing slot. All right. So um, first of all, I just thought he he moved through traffic well. When you play in that slot quarterback, you gotta be able to get through a lot of traffic to stay with your guy. So he played that well. Um, he comes up, makes tackles. He kind of remind me of um, of Tavon a little bit. Like free injury, he reminded me of Tavon Young a little bit. He reminded me, um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I like him. I thought he was probably the most impressive. He was a film where I was like, I got done looking at, it and I was like, well, let me see what else he got. Like he was kind of impressive that way. So you watched the North Carolina game? I watched the NC game and was it BC? I think mm-hmm. was it BC? Yeah. 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 Somebody you missed. I like the K, a Caleb Evans out of Missouri. They like him. Um, mentioned Alante Taylor. Um, of course the 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 guys Stingley and and Soft, the, the top two people who talk about a lot. He's different. For reasons, I would be excited if we drafted a Kobe Bryant. Of course, Kobe. Kobe, nice. I, I need to see more from Kobe, not because of talent, but I need to see better competition that he was facing. Because there was a lot of films where quarterbacks would, would have dumb throws or overthrows, and mm-hmm. he would go up to tackle somebody, and they would just fumble. Right. And they would just be soft as shit, and he would – like, I got – I got he's a playmaker. He's a turnover playmaker. And a lot of that shit is the talent that he's going up against. Like, yeah, some bullshit-ass players. Or right. I think it's just sorry, or he that nice. So I need to see wise to go against him. You so know I, what? Player. John, I had the same sentiment about him and uh Gardner. Mm. And then I watched them against Alabama. Think of how Alabama won that game. They mm-hmm. ain't go at they Jameson may have a good game against them. Mm-hmm. Neither one of the corners. They ate them up in the run game in the tight ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, mind you, they play a lot of zone coverage, a little matchup coverage here and there, too. But the fact that they were impressive and it's like they belong against that type of competition confirmed it for me. Yeah. And I got to watch more tape on Tariq Woolen out of Tech and uh, Castle Fields out of Penn State. I thought Tariq was okay. Yeah, um, he got good recovery speed. That's he needs yeah. to work. I, I noticed he, him right there. Um, at the uh, combine. Tariq isn't he new to the position? Yeah, he came, he transferred to wide from wide receiver or something right. like that. So that's yeah. that's good. That's good. That makes, that makes sense. Man. That's good. That's pretty good for him even to be draftable. Mm-hmm. Right. That's pretty good. That makes sense. So he he on his way. That might be 
that'd be a nice little stash and grab type of player mm-hmm. down the line. All right, let's get to it, man. Sauce Garden. I'm confused. I'm so confused with Sauce uh. Garden. Mind you, there isn't a player in this draft I've watched more than Sauce Garden. And I ain't talking about just film work. It's, it's interviews. Because he a likable kid. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm Check his IG out. Like, somebody that big, pause. Um, it's this inconsistency for me. It is technique. It's like, it's like at times he, he doesn't use his technique and gets by with athleticism. Because he looked like a, a, a freak out there. 6'3", can press, can has great changes of direction speed. Like, he looked a creative play at times. I wouldn't say Jalen Ramsey is because Jalen had great technique with it. Like, Jalen was a freak of nature. But then you watch him, and when it's time to make a tackle, like, bro, I ain't ready. About to, I ain't about to get down here and get grimy with it. Now, if it's if it's a bubble screen, oh, he'll come up. He'll come up and kill somebody on a bubble screen. But let that let that running back run to his yeah. side. He's heck of a back. Let that running back come to his side, and then it's like, you know what? Where my help at? Let me get in the way. But anything up, up like as a as a cover corner, I love it. I love it as a complete corner. I'm like, ah. Uh, I just need to see more. Now, mind you, that, that's not to say I would be upset if they drafted him or I would pass on him because there's so much there to like. And with technique, I feel like technique can be taught. And he has the intangibles where the intangibles and the mindset of being the best corner that when he get around professionals, he going to have to put the work in to get where he want to be. And his what he can do, it's like, man, you can't pass on him. What I say about sauce is uh the one thing that I uh I love watching about his film was no matter if he was in zone or man, like how you say he takes away that bubble screen, he takes away those easy wins, which is a lot of especially in this generation and in passing league. You'll see the delayed running backs, delayed tight ends come out of nowhere. If it's in this area, oh fuck no, get it away, and he coming up for a tackle, or he gonna try to go for a pick, and that's just huge in this NFL. And it's like his awareness to do that in his area, or just awareness for to try to be a ball hawk is is crazy. So it's like his instincts alone, like like you said, I mean, he gets around some veterans, he's gonna be a, a more complete corner here and there, but. That awareness and his instincts is something that you just can't you can't teach. Got it. You got it. Take his away. swag is what you can't teach. Like his confidence, yeah, is through the roof. Mm-hmm. And you got to have that to play on that outside. Imagine if you got a corner that um, going against Kansas City. You know how when they don't got a run game, you know what they try to do. They try to get their running backs in the outlaw route, route, and they throw it two yards and they get that eight yards like that. With Sars, if he's in that area, he's taking that away. Or you're not getting that eight yards. You're getting four or three. 
Depends on the running back. Well, not, try to take I'm Clyde one on one in space. <laughs> I ain't afraid of Kansas City running backs. He, he ain't trying to tackle Clyde one on one in space. He can go right at them legs and wait for some help. But with that being said, it's a lot of people that's true. That's it's shit, a lot that's of them, yeah. <laughs> that's why I say in this draft, it's a lot of them like that. Hmm. I just see pretty much everything that you said, but with Sus, he's going to be one of those guys that you got to live with the gamble because it's going to pay off, but it's going to hurt as well sometimes. Um, just looking at his numbers, he's had nine picks over the last three years, three, three picks every year. He's only had what 16 pass breakups. That means he's going for the ball every single time. Realistic. <laughs> just what, what we need. And when you look at him, yeah. when I say we, I mean, <laughs> how many times do you hear John say, I need my cornerback to play the ball in the air? Mm-hmm. Or whatever the case may be. That's fair. That's what you, but again, right, that's, again corners like that, like Marcus Peters. You have to, you live with the rush, but you also have you're gonna take the reward, but you'll just have to live with the rush. That's fine. Right. I'm just saying, like as as Tay said, like especially with instincts, like if you know you have an area or you know you have a man, why the fuck are you waiting? Go make a play. Right. Don't mm-hmm. let him get the first down or or get a uh um a reception and then you wait to see what the fuck is gonna happen. You gotta have instincts to know. That's some of the things I had I hate about. A- over area and you're going to allow a post in your area to happen and you looking and you watching it happen. Sometimes you just got to mm-hmm. have film work and the balls and the instincts to just make shit happen. I, that's just my biggest I agree. I agree with that. I think what you, what you are describing is a lack of confidence in your ability to be able to make that play. So if, you, if, if I'm playing off at eight and I'll allow a five-yard pass, even though I see it coming, instead of coming up and rallying and making a, and trying to contest, I wait for him to catch and then just try to make the tack the safe tackle or whatever the case may be. To me, that's just a lack of confidence in yourself. That's the problem you're not gonna have with a guy like Stingley, with a guy like Gardner, with a guy like McCreary, with a guy like um, in my opinion, Joe. Joe. Yeah, you're not gonna have uh, issues with guys like that. Like those guys are confident in their ability, they're confident in their ability to come up and make a tackle, they're confident in their ability to come up and contest every throw. It's every throw. It's not. It's not like oh, it's just this one right here, and I'm gonna give up. No, it's every one we can test them, and that's the difference between being great and being good. And if I can, right. if if I need to live with that, I'll live with that. Right. I'll, I'll live with that. Like I mean, so I like the, I like him. I like Stingley as well. I think that me personally, that the drop off in corner is not as dire as everybody's making it seem like Stingley then sauce and then it's a big drop off and then everybody nah. else. It's not that it's not that deep. No, no. it's not aggressive. It's not like it's to y'all good on y'all good on sauce? Y'all good on corners? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it the drop off is not like Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, and then the next. Hmm. To me that that drop off is more drastic than that corner. Right. I gotta check that out. Because because I'm just saying, because of what, what Devontae and Jordan Davis brings and that you know in inside playing that one to three technique. 
But what they can do is, is freaky. Everybody was talking about, like, before I started scouting, talking about DeMarvin Leo. Nah. Uh, Logan Hall. Nah. <laughs> Travis Jones is, is a, to me, he's a taller Brandon Williams. Oh. What about, ain't for Darius or some shit like that? Ain't he next? For Darius? For Darius is cool. For Darius is cool, but he ain't. Them Georgia boys. I'm, 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 I'm bugging. I'm thinking Perry. But yeah. You said for Darian Mathis, right? For uh, yeah, for Darian Mathis for Bama. Yeah. 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 He's he he cool, but he ain't he ain't he ain't them. Okay. So with that being said, though, would y'all? He freeze. He froze on my end. I thought it was my computer. I thought it was my shit. I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> he froze. He but froze over there. Real, the real quick, the, the one thing I like about Stingley is the fact that he does what I've been asking for all corners for the past five to ten years to do. Turn around and find the fucking ball and make a play. Use yeah, the yeah. sideline. And for some reason, that end phase shit, the new era of cornerbacks, that just don't work for me. And Stingley, he knows too, ever since a freshman. I think Stingley is the best corner if he's playing. If you want to guarantee me Stingley is playing, I think he's the best corner. But the health concern is my only concern with Stingley. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll see you back. Go ahead. Yeah, he, I can see him blinking now. He, I'm back. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, would y'all be upset? If the Ravens took Sauce Gardner at 14, they stayed pat at 14 and took Sauce over Jordan Davis. Yeah, I'll be highly upset. That, that lets you know what they what we all think about Jordan Davis, Eric. <laughs> that way, I'll, I'll be like, I'm not, really upset. I'm not as upset as y'all, but I will be. Damn. Hold on, you'll be feeling upset. Goes to what, it I'll goes be feeling upset. No, the second round, no. second round upset, right? Not the first round. Huh? First round, we celebrated. What you mean? First round in Philly, we celebrated. No, it when Corey Davis, remember Corey Davis, how upset we was when Corey Davis got. Oh, how upset like eight right, 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 right. Yeah, y'all yeah. not yeah, eight quarter yeah, parties. Top, yeah, y'all was pissed right. off. Yeah, I would right. be better. He was upset because somebody drafted Corey and Davis, Corey Davis, 10 top five. Yeah. Right? Nobody right. was pissed off that we drafted Marlon Humphrey. No, we I celebrated. Mean, yeah. Right. Yeah, we celebrated that. Yeah. So, and, and of course, Davis was on the board and we drafted Marlon Humphrey. I was celebrating. <laughs> I still would have been pissed. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's a good win. <laughs> it's a good win, but I'd have been pissed. But I'll be honest with you. The drop off in defensive tackle is more drastic than the drop off in corner. So, I'm getting the best defensive tackle. If we draft Sauce Gardner over Walker, I'm gonna be upset. That pissed me all the way off. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's gonna be I would, real. I would be like, I would be yo, I would be like those picks. I'm sorry. I, I I would be fine with Sauce Gardner. I'm sorry. Now no, I would be fine. But I, I would be, be fine, off. but I would be pissed. You know, I feel like we just wasted a not wasted a pick. I'm sorry. No, no. Nah. Use a pick on something we could have gotten later. Where yeah, I would have to wouldn't have been able to get a good defensive tackle or good as good of a lot yeah. later. No, I, I probably would have to pause my Zoom and get myself together. 
Nope. John, you, you know what? John, you know what? You look I at wouldn't it, be upset. I take that back. I'll be fine. You would have to You're see right. the, the rest of this AFC North go because you see all the running backs that we got to go up against. So Jordan Davis might be the pick. But then you see how the, the receivers are going. It'd be like, all right, I was going this way. It's at. See, to me, that's the that's the wrong way to look at it. Because my corners would be better if my front is better. All right, I agree. That's up. how I look I at it. Because if I can get pressure, if if I can, especially especially just from looking at what Mike McDonald like to do defensively, he like to create one one on one matchups for his line and his pass rushes. So if I can create a one on one with Jordan Davis at nose, who's blocking him one on one? We already know that answer. That's nobody. You feel me? That's <laughs> pressure immediately. You ain't got time to throw the ball. That's a win. I could have Fabian Washington back there. Shit. Yeah. Right. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right, you, don't, don't go too far. Don't, don't, don't yeah, you don't went too yeah, far. Yeah, you went too far. You need to get you one of these Pepsis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Pepsi. hey, I ain't say I ain't say Trey Walker. Not Trey Walker. Oh, jeez. Trey Walker. Trey Walker. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, what were we thinking having both of them on the field at the same time? Bro, come on. Cocaine's a powerful drug. Real quick before I get pissed off. There's injuries. <laughs> Boy. Yeah. But I will say this. The free agency moves will tell us the re- direction we go. Mm-hmm. So we ain't going to know that. I think if we sign. <laughs> going nowhere. So we ain't going to know a damn thing. Right. So look. <laughs> Would you would you would you say this is valid? If we sign Calais Campbell and Zadarius Smith, in 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 your mind, does that eliminate Trayvon Walker and Jordan Davis from being the draft pick? No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't eliminate Jordan Davis. It, it probably eliminates uh, Walker. Um, so I just got the notification. Scott Hall died. Um, but it should. It shouldn't. It shouldn't oh, eliminate nice. from Jordan Davis. Um, Walker definitely. If you bring in Zadarius, you you got three pass rushers at that point. You're probably not bringing another pass rusher because then you got Zadarius Smith, Oway, and you got. Um, Bowser coming off injury. Wait, 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 wait. Bowser walking already. Let that sink in. Right. He's walking and two-stepping already. That's crazy. From an Achilles. So, so that's four. December. You have four. Is he, is he, is he, you know, does he have No, it? no, John. No, John. You got to have that actual heel no, John. to rotate motion. If that ain't happening, then he ain't ready yet. Oh no, he look all right. Like I'm just saying, he look he look ahead of schedule. Okay. No walking boot, nothing. He got regular tennis shoes on, and two stepping. So no, who is that? Bowser. That's Bowser. He look ahead of, ahead of schedule. Got some orthopedics on, probably. Some sketches. Uh, if you image just slide. <laughs> Yo, Birdman lungs on. <laughs> Yo, can we get a tight end real quick before we get out of here? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Y'all forgot about tight ends. My bad. <laughs> well, we can just mention them. We ain't got to do all that. We can just mention them. 
Nigga got eat. Ooh, I'm all about tight ends. Mm-mm-mm. All right, so I, I'll go real quick. My favorite tight end is the one I'm pulling for the most is Jelani Woods, 6'7", 265 pounds, super athletic um, tight end, big target. Um, only thing, only knock I have on him is he should be getting more yards after contact if you that if you that if you that size of a player. Um, I do think he got he got a big catch radius, um, and I think he a mismatch for linebackers and safeties, and obviously corners. Um, going forward, he can play in line and he can split out. Uh, fairly good blocker. Only knock, one knock I see, I don't say knock, but um, an area to improve with Jelani Woods is route running. In a league where route uh, tight ends are getting paid to be more than just blockers being like true receiving threats, at his Mm -hmm. size, he tend to telegraph his routes and his feet isn't as smooth as it needs to be. So that's going to be the first Mm -hmm. thing. Whenever he gets drafted, they're going to fix him his route running at the top of his routes, and then it could be a problem. Because anything not in-breaking, he, he struggles. That's a good point. Mm. Okay, so I picked Isaiah Lightly, uh, 6'4", 245 pounds, out of Coastal Carolina. Um, he's used to stretch the field a lot. He's a, a run tight end. I'm sorry, a run tight end. He's a receiving tight end. Oh, have mercy. He sucks in run blocking, but a lot of these... I was about to say. Yeah. A lot of these tight ends this year, besides um, Ferguson, because Wisconsin is a running team, suck in blocking. So I've seen a lot of receiving tight ends this year. Um, But he's... Um, I, I think Delaney Walker. I think that's what the NFL.com uh, scouting comparison had for him. Delaney Walker. And I kind of see that. That's the ceiling? I hope that's, that's the ceiling. I hope not. Say, that's not because. I mean, I, not ceiling, but I mean, Delaney was a better blocker than what he's showing right now. That was his, I was say that was his scout comparison, but I don't think he is. I hope he, he gets more physical across the middle and, and blocking. But I said he was a black Jason Wood. Somebody's if he was somebody's second tight end, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at it. Let's put it that way. You say he's a black Jason Witten? Yeah. I mean he's a nigga slow as shit, but he find a way to get over. What? He can't block. what who are you talking about? What are you talking about? Some of uh, Al's uh, tight end. Isaiah, you, John, you watch the wrong tight end. You think he's slow? Nah, right. that motherfucker slow. You see his routes? He was he did this one time. I said, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> you, you see the dirt come football? off the turf. <laughs> I don't know about Ooh, slow. I said, oh, he's definitely yeah, not slow. slow. Maybe sloppy, but I don't I don't see slow. Yeah. That nigga, Jake Ferguson slow. Ferguson slow, but he good. That's Jason Witt. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, shoot. Dang, who am I tight end? Jake Ferguson, man. Jake Ferguson. 
No, I can't end. I can't even lie to you. <laughs> I can't even lie to you, man. Oh, Yo, Patty. <laughs> I was gonna be Al out here, not believe like Chad Muma. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that, no sir. My dude Al, bro. My dude Al was like, "Yeah, I got Chad Muma." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna do that. But Jake Ferguson, listen, Jake Ferguson gonna be uh, he gonna be okay. He gonna be that blocker, inline blocker. Move the chains a little bit. Um, I ain't got too many notes off the top of my head with this one, but uh, Jeremy Rucker at Ohio State. Ohio State hands. I like I like his hands. I like his physicality. He has he's not he's he has that mentality where I'm gonna try to get every yard I can get when I catch this ball, and that probably because. Most of the time, it was going to a live or Garrett Wilson <laughs> or one of the other receivers. That's what I so said about that, his take. I just like his mentality where he going to give us all in each play. Um, that's all I can give you right now. That's all you can give because that. his quarterback was racist. He ain't throwing no white tight end and shit. Nah, nah, nah. But when he, yeah. when he caught the ball, he oh, yeah. caught like, he... like the Penn State game, instead of him going out of bounds a yard short, he broke like four tackles, like a few inches from the sideline, just to try to get the extra yard for the first down. Mm-hmm. They wind up stripping him, but you know, it took four guys to strip him. I just put my only knock on him was um like sometimes his awareness on his blocks, like finding his block. Mm-hmm. Like he, he looked lost finding the block. Like he didn't seem to know what type of fronts the defense was giving him and who he should have. So right. he would get caught up in space sometimes. Yeah. That sure wasn't going to do Jake Ferguson. Nah. I like uh, Trey McBride. He reminds me of that. Typical- Cut him off. Cut him off. What? Cut him off. No. Nope. There's no one tight end. Come on, John. Hey, man. You know about how physical he was when it comes to blocking. But my honorable mention, would be uh, Jalen Wildemire nope. and uh, Cole Turner. You hold it Jaylen on to Wadamire. Jalen Wildemire. Yeah, you huh? hold it on to that Jalen Wildemire. Mm-mm. Hey, man, I was a fan since he was a freshman. I, my, I, I could tell. You hold it on to that That nigga is six foot six, 280 pounds, and do not like contact at all. Who? Anytime I see a tight end run out of bounds in front of a safety, nah, I'm done. Who? Who's the Oh, well, I, I this nigga one on one with for safety and decided to make a beeline for the sideline. And it was A and M, right? And that's A and M was it Mississippi State? Which that's one? A and M. A and M. Right. Well, they ain't throw the ball. No, 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 no. They ran the ball. No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spiller back there. He was running the rock. Yeah, he yeah. was running that mud. Spiller was. I will say this. He was so Turner. quick in out of breaks. Yeah. yeah. I, turned, I watched Mardomar and turned his tape off immediately. Mm-hmm. I to do it. That was stupid. Uh, you like Cole Turner? Cole Turner reminds me of with some more with some more work. He reminds me of Jimmy Graham. Just uh, the big body style. He goes up and get it. Kind of reminds me of Jimmy Graham when you watch his tape. But he needs he needs some more work. It's just a player that he reminds me of. Not watched him. Mm-hmm. Blocking aside, I like. Um, 
Polar, Iowa State. Block on the side. Oh, Cola. Oh, yeah. Um, Cola. Charlie Cola. Oh. You said Rocket. I like, like I said, Ferguson's probably the best blocker out of all of these tight ends that we mentioned because he's in the run first system. Um, I disagree, but I think not, I think Trey McBride is the best blocker. Yeah. Well, damn, well, minus the cheating ass tight end that he picked. Oh, okay. <laughs> when I say in cola, it remind me of like a um a sloppier kind of um Dennis Pitta. Mm-hmm. That's he funny. Gonna I the, he gonna get the difficult catches, the concussion catches, but he not wilding you with his route running too much, and he just mm-hmm. he just seemed like slow up the ball. Yeah. The person I had comp for Dennis Pitta is Grant Calcaterra out of SMU. Um, mm. He's 6'5", but he runs routes like a receiver. Like he, That's he's no quick surprise. Out. Huh? That's no surprise because he's Coming at SMU. SMU. Right, yeah. So, I mean, he got probably the quickest breaks out of anybody that I've um, – anybody that I scouted. And then I got – Wadamai has real quick breaks too. Uh, I, I like him. Um, I also like Derek Deese. I told y'all about out of uh, was it San Jose State. Uh, obviously, Jake Ferguson um, as a blocker. Uh, Dulcich is not going to block a soul, but he he really don't have like to. He can tight end out. Huh? I do like Dulcich as a tight end, but you're right, he's not gonna block. So. Yeah, he ain't blocking, but he if you split him out, he he a mismatch nightmare. Um, guys, I did not like. Um, I did not like Cade Auten out of Washington. Um, didn't really see that much film on Okonkwo, the one who did real good at the um the draft. Um, what's the other dude name? Uh, Handershot out of Indiana. Didn't really like him. And I didn't really like Chase Allen out of Iowa State either. So, but check, I mean, y'all, I, Derek Deese, in my opinion, is one of the probably the most underrated tight end we got. Uh, I, I wouldn't call him underrated. Only, well, I'll say that because of what he did at the Senior Bowl. I feel like he put himself on the mat at the Senior Bowl with the one on ones and all of that, like, or he'd be like a, a late steal, basically. Yeah, I I would go as far as say he he gonna be the second tight end on the board. Okay. Wow. That's what I think. I mean, his they film just, film show that to me, but yeah, they might downplay him because of you know San Jose State, but he a matchup nightmare. I mean, can I ask John this real John, what you see in Wadamire besides besides his route running? It's like I think- the fact it's the fact that he's um he saw he found a way to get open and he's that big body type of a uh he almost might remind me of like Cook. Like he ain't gonna wire you in the in the, in the route running too much, but he's he gonna find a way to get open and make plays and, and adjust to the ball. Like he's mm-hmm. supposed to be a receiver, but the nigga got too big over one summer and they end up being a tight end. <laughs> 
Yeah, and when you watch some of the games, he 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 find a way to make a big play in, in each of the games. Like he ain't gonna why you blocking wise, but when you need a play, uh, first a big first down or a touchdown, he'll find a way to get it. So we, so we can all agree that's a good five to six legit tight ends available. Like, yeah, that they can probably come in and play day one. Yeah. With the blocking thing, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna expect any receiver or tight end to be good blockers for the next three, four years. Simply because of seven on seven. And how you know that's that's the thing now. Guys wanna play seven on seven. So they wanna show off their routes, they wanna do this. Blocking <laughs> That's that's the least of their concerns. Every now and then you're gonna have some guys who who wants to be a football player and make it happen, but for the most part, they're gonna have to be taught. So, so when Trey McBride going off the board? It's a great question. First title. Let me tell you. Probably second. Second round. Early, yeah, in the first ten picks. That's that's early, but to where? Like, who needs that to make a, pri- a tight end that type of priority though? What's Denver's pick? Cincinnati, Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> if Denver do this, <laughs> yo, exactly right. That, that's ain't the most backwards thing to do though. <laughs> Hold up! Well, oh, oh, oh no, no, no. you saying Denver's pick? So like Seattle yeah. taking them? Yeah. All right, so that's forty. Pick forty in the second round. So that's one, two, three, four, five. Six. That's nine, right? Yeah, ninth pick, seventh pick, whatever it is. In the, uh, yeah, because if round. they just traded no offense, I mean, they need a no. I think that was fake. I ever seen anything come through. Oh, okay. I hope they didn't do that. That makes no sense. What's that? What are you talking about? I saw something when I looked up Noah Fant that said Noah Fant for Gardner Mission <laughs> to Seattle. Come on, yo. Chill out. People <laughs> 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 terrible. <laughs> so if so if that's the case, what about what about Cincy at 31? Oh, I said Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So since he had 31, that, that wouldn't be a reach. Would you take him at 31 or for Cincy, or would you go with a guy like um Zion Johnson or was it Patri- Nicholas Free out of um, Petit Fred? Petit Fred? Petit Fred, whatever his name. Yeah. I'm going Petit Fred all day. Right. All day. But, well, they did just get – they just got a guard. In a I say they got a guard and a – That's just one side of the line, though. That's true. <laughs> but you still have <laughs> – are you giving up on your guard and, tech and tackle combo that you already just recently used picks on? Or what do they have, a guard and something else? They got Jonah Williams left tackle. I don't think they're going to give up on him. Well, they yeah. might. They might give up on Jonah. But I feel like they just picked somebody – 
but maybe they just needed to fix the other side of the line. Yeah. Or maybe somebody keep I know Billy Price could get hurt. Yeah. But it makes sense though to go with Trey with you let Ozama walk so cheap. Mm-hmm. You grab Trey for four to five years and then do the same thing with him. Hmm. How upset would you be if Trey was drafted with the 45th pick? Is that the pick before us? No. Ain't that our pick? Correct. <laughs> Why would I be upset? I'm be honest with you. I'd probably be a little upset. I, w- I would get over it because it's, I like Trey McBride, but I would be a little upset by, based on who else is available. My linebacker is available at that pick. I'm you see no. who I drafted on that mock draft. That's who <laughs> I want with that pick right there. Who I forgot. Who was it? Christian Harris. Oh, the winner man. of the IM series last week. You remember? <laughs> the runner up. <laughs> the runner up. <laughs> the runner up. Yeah. <laughs> the runner up. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if y'all watch um Ang Raven. Um Yeah, every now and then. But I'm in agreement with him. This year, let's build everything that we possibly need. So that there's absolutely no excuse for this offensive coordinator or head coach. If you need a second tight end, let's go out there and get this second tight end. If you need a fullback, let's go out there and get this fullback that you need. Whatever you need for your system to run at its top peak. So when you fail, we ain't scapegoating no more. I'm... I'm in a complete agreement with you. But what does that look like? I think teams, teams, so we try to build from the outside in. Not we. Teams do that. And I think that's not the way to go. You got to build inside out, in my opinion. Um, and, and I think they really, our success will start with interior defensive line. I'm going to say this until it gets fixed. And interior offensive line. Yeah. Or, or offensive line, I should say. I'm, I'm going to say this until it gets fixed. I've been saying it for five or six years. Until you build the interior defensive line the way it needs to be built, we are not going to have success defensively. And I don't care who you bring at the edge. I don't care who you draft that corner or who you bring in that corner. If you don't have a pass rush, you don't have anything. And when your edge players um, get home, or try to get home, and then they just step up in the middle of the pocket because nobody's getting pressure interior-wise, you're not going to have success. Mm. And I don't see how we have not – we cannot see that. I don't understand. Like, I, I like Matabike, but he needs help. Like, But they don't even play him on the inside too often. They don't. He played he play, he play five. He played three mostly. But I think – mostly three tech. And – um. Metabuke and hopefully Joe and Davis is going to phase out, the, you know, that, that middle of our line. We need a Jeffrey Simmons type of You can't sit here and bank on Calais Campbell and Derek Wolf. I agree. But um, we, we need a but, difference maker. We need a difference maker. And we have not drafted that since Haloni Nada. And when was that? At that position. 
Like, man, please. I hope this quiet. It's like, look, Jadarius, what's up? Let's let's stop playing and make this right. If the only two free agents we bought in was Zadarius Smith and Bobby Wagner, I would be completely fine with that. Yeah, because that means Trayvon Walker is 14. I, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. I would be completely fine with that. You make that little tra- bit of splash, and I, you ain't got to bring nobody else if you break that little bit of splash. I'm good. I'm just ready to see what Oway can do with a one-on-one. Mm. Man. All right. That's good work, man. What we got next week? Edge players. All right. Okay. That's good. Okay. Oh, Edge. Take one already thinking his guy is Ojabo, but okay. I, I'm not even going to pick Ojabo. Yo. Let's take a look on his grave, bro. I'm too excited right now. Edge players offensively. Oh, man. I don't even want to watch the offense, to be honest. Let's go running backs. Guess we go running backs. Get it out the way. We did we did guards last. Well, guards and then tight ends. Should we go back to the offensive line? The fit the, the knock it out. Let's go tackles. Tackle. All right, cool. Tackle? Cool. Yeah. Tackle and edge. There we go. That way you can watch both at the same time. Yep. Cool. My edge player, vice versa. <laughs> right. Oh, and by the way, um, say it again. I don't know how I scout. Never mind. Go ahead. Make sure y'all check out that I am athlete with Trent Williams. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Check that out. Make sure y'all check out the IG page and the Twitter page at the sideline talk. Yes, sir. It's free agency. I'm I'm working. I'm in the office, but. I'm gonna be updating. So that take us out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. Also, follow us on Sideline Talk Facebook group and Spotify. Couldn't get it out. Not speak anymore. Spotify. Yes, sir. Spotify, listen to us. Um, we got good things happening with, with ads and all of that. So be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. <laughs>